You're listening to Autumn on the Air, the weekly podcast that brings you conversations about the impact of research commercialization and the people who make it happen. Join us for interviews with patent and licensing professionals, innovators, entrepreneurs, and tech transfer leaders on the issues and trends that matter most. Keep listening for an inside track on the people, IP policies, and politics changing our world. Welcome to Autumn on the Air. In this episode, we're tackling a pressing issue in the world of innovation. Did you know that millions of potential inventors from underrepresented groups are missing out on the opportunity to bring their ideas to life? It's a problem that hits close to home. Women inventors are scarce, making up less than 13% of the world's inventors, and Black, Hispanic, multiracial, and American Indian and Alaska Native inventors represent less than 8% of U.S. inventors. But it's just not about the numbers. It's about equity, opportunity, and the potential to close wage and wealth gaps in the workforce. Today, we're joined by the team from Invent Together, an alliance of universities, nonprofits, companies, and stakeholders with a mission to ensure that everyone has the opportunity to invent and patent their ideas, promoting gender equity and racial justice in the process. Joining us is two remarkable guests, Holly Fechner, the executive director of Invent Together, and Morgan Shears, who serves as the policy director. Holly and Morgan are here to discuss Invent Together's groundbreaking patent education tool, the Inventors Patent Academy, their mission, and how they're making a difference in the world of inventing and patenting. Holly is the executive director of Invent Together and is an expert in public policy matters with a background in law and politics. She has been a driving force behind shaping public policy to create opportunities for inventors from diverse backgrounds. Holly is also a partner at the law firm of Covington and Burling, co-chair of Covington's Technology Industry Group, and a member of the board of directors of the American Constitution Society. Morgan is the policy director of Invent Together and is a dynamic advocate for diversity, equity, and inclusion with nearly a decade of experience in public policy. Morgan is also an associate at Covington and conducts workplace culture investigations and institutional culture assessments. They both serve on the Leadership Advisory Committee of the National Women's Law Center and are members of the Global Women's Innovation Network. Let's dive right into this fascinating conversation with Holly and Morgan. Ladies, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here on the air. Thanks so much, Lisa. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. We're absolutely delighted. Thank you for having us. Well, you're very welcome, and I'm excited to have you both here. And let's kick things off by talking about Invent Together. Talk to me about it and, and its mission to promote gender equity and racial justice by encouraging historically underrepresented groups to invent and patent. Well, Lisa, as you've uh, told the audience, there are significant uh, gaps in terms of who invents and patents. And Invent Together is committed to both understanding those gaps and closing them. Um, we know that racial and gender justice and the efforts to provide opportunity for historically underrepresented groups is a critical part of um, the mission, I think, of our country as well as Invent Together. Um, I don't need to tell this audience how important intellectual property is to the economy. As the US uh, PTO has found, 
IP-intensive industries account for more than 40% of economic opportunity and provide 63 million jobs, which is almost half the jobs in this country. So if we are not ensuring that everybody has the opportunity to participate in the innovation economy, then we're not doing our jobs. So for us, Invent Together was really about bringing together a community of people who are committed to both understanding this challenge and meeting the challenge. That's that's what we're all about. And I'll say it's quite a community. And that leads me to ask, how is Invent Together actively working to close diversity gaps in invention and patenting? Well, we really do look at this problem from many different perspectives. So let me share more about how we actually go about our work. We are committed to high quality research. So we both uh, do our own research, commission research, and work with the top academics around the country in this area, because it's really important to understand the challenge uh, at first. As we talked about, we are creating a community. So we brought together stakeholders, um, people who are inventors, who uh, are participants in the innovation economy, people from universities and companies, nonprofits that uh, work to uh, close uh, racial and gender gaps. Um, and th- so we really do want to make sure that we've got a community of people that are focused on this issue. We also are focused on public education. So we put on many events. Um, and as we'll talk about more in a minute, uh, we do have um, a free online class called the Inventors Patent Academy, which is a really a critical part of how we think we're going to make change um, in this country. Um, and then finally, we are very focused on public policy. So um, we have led successfully a number of bills um, through Congress. And let me just touch on a few of those. Um, first of all, uh, just this past year, um, we helped pass a bill called Unleashing American Innovators. And what this bill does is ensure that women, people of color, and other historically underrepresented groups have access to the patent system, um, both in terms of improving the outreach and education that the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office does. And I have to say, they really are doing an excellent job. Kathy Vidal is doing an amazing, amazing job. She is doing a fantastic job, and she is truly committed to this issue. Um, the the other key point um, th- that was included in Unleashing um, American Innovators Act was to improve access to free legal assistance. We find that this is one of the key barriers that's keeping people um, from uh, patenting their inventions. Um, so, and then last year we also. Uh, were deeply involved in helping uh, pass the Chips and Science Act. And what's critical about that bill is it provides significant support for improving equity in science and technology um, in the United States. But, you know, we started modestly. Our very first bill that we worked on and passed in 2018 is called the Success Act. 
And everything we do is done in a bipartisan nature, working with both Democrats and Republicans. But what that first bill did was to ask the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office to study this issue. It was an overlooked issue. People didn't really understand the challenges that we were facing. And so we wanted to ensure that that was done well. And so the Patent Office has taken that on as a wonderful challenge. They even made recommendations coming out of um, their report, and they set up a Council for Inclusive Innovation. So there is uh, tremendous leadership. And I think what we're seeing is we feel like we started a movement, um, and this movement is just growing and expanding. Invent Together believes that this is an issue of fairness and justice, but it's also a critical economic issue for this country. Just imagine if we had four times as many inventors in the United States. This is what it means to close those inventor diversity gaps. And researchers um, such as Dr. Lisa Cook have found that if we do that, we will add $4 trillion to our gross domestic product. I don't think anybody can argue with that. Definitely not. I'd also like to pick up on a few threads that Holly um, started in, in describing Invent Together's work. And in addition to our incredible success with legislation, we also have been working really closely with the administration on a number of initiatives and responding to requests for comment and otherwise submitting public comments to help inform the Biden administration's approach to ensuring an inclusive innovation ecosystem. And we're really excited that uh, the community that we were talking about includes Autumn. So thank you to Autumn for being a valued partner of Invent Together. So tell me about Invent Together and its mission to promote gender equity and racial justice by encouraging historically underrepresented groups to invent and patent. The Invent Together community is quite large, and it's made up of both partners and friends. Our formal partners are a number of organizations that are deeply committed to improving um, inclusive innovation and our nonprofits, universities, technology transfer offices, and more, just to name a few. In addition to Autumn, we also have AAU, Anita B, the Society of Women Engineers, AWIS, the Institute for Women's Policy Research, VentureWell, um, and a number of individual universities and TTOs. We are always welcoming new folks into the movement and into the Invent Together family. So for those listening, if you'd like to connect with Invent Together, please do. Um, we're always uh, excited to bring on new partners and new friends to our network. Well, thank you for that, Morgan. And I wanted to go back and start to unpack a little bit more the Inventors Patent Academy. Can you tell us why Invent Together decided to offer this free online education platform and how it's becoming really a catalyst for overcoming obstacles and increasing diversity in patenting? Well, thanks for that, Lisa. And one of the things that we've learned from our research, we've looked very closely at the barriers that potential inventors face. And one of the key barriers 
is lack of education about the patent system. Um, I think anybody who is part of the patent system appreciates that it can be very complicated for somebody who is not familiar with it. So that is one of the reasons why we created the Inventors Patent Academy to create a free online tool that is really uh, made for and directed um, to women and people of color and members of other underrepresented groups who may not be familiar with the system. And there are a few things that make TIPA really unique, and we do call it TIPA for short, the Inventors Patent Academy. Well, the first is how it was created. So it was created from the ground up by experts in diversity and inclusion so that DNI is built into the program from the very start. It was also created by inventors and patent experts themselves so that there's that perspective also reflected in the course material. In addition, not only was it built for um, diverse and historically underrepresented inventors by experts in those areas, but it also features inventors who are from historically underrepresented groups talking about their own invention and patenting journeys um, to help illustrate some of the lessons. And it talks about the challenges that are often confronted by historically underrepresented inventors and provides tools to overcome them. So whereas other resources might kind of only tell you what's patentable and what's not, this goes much deeper into the process itself from start to finish and the other considerations that you might face along the way and how to think about them and deal with them. Yeah, it's just not a patent attorney's perspective because you've made it more balanced to have both an inventor perspective and an attorney. So you're not getting a whole bunch of legalese that, you know, might really be very difficult for an inventor um, to understand at first. So that that sounds incredible. And can you talk a little bit about what you've done to make TIPA so accessible as well as user friendly? Absolutely. So we have been working really closely with our community to refine the program over the last year since we first launched it. And in response to feedback, we have implemented a number of development improvements to make it really easy to go through because it's a self-paced course. We have made the lessons more bite-sized, very short learning capsules so that folks can plug in and out as they're able to and not to sit at a computer for you know hours on end if that's not um, something that they're able to do. We've also optimized it for mobile so that folks don't just have to take it on a computer but can also use their mobile device if that's more convenient for them. And with a focus on accessibility, we've used a number of guidelines to inform the graphic coloring and the, the text that goes along with images and so forth to make sure that um, all folks can access and use the course. And I really love the accessibility piece for it, because if, if you're a, an inventor who's a working parent and you're at your kid's soccer game or baseball game or whatever, and, you know, the fact that you can, you know, watch this, you know, not to say you're not watching your kid do whatever they're doing, you know, but, you know, there's always downtimes at, at those types of events and, and practices that it gives them the opportunity to make the most of that time. So I think that's really fantastic that you've also made it available on a, on a mobile device. And 
You know, the other thing that I, I have found really impressive about TIPA is I was just on a panel last week for the LES conference. And on my panel, it was a diversity panel with someone for the USPTO. And he mentioned about TIPA. And so the leadership that TIPA has gotten from the USPTO is really impressive. And besides him mentioning it during our panel, I know the USPTO is also using it as a learning resource for the first-time filer expedited examination pilot program and the intern program. So it's also great to hear that universities, including HBCUs, are adopting it as well. So congratulations. It, It seems like the adoption really has become really widespread. So tell us, how are these partnerships contributing to TIPA's success? We are really grateful to the USPTO for all their support of TIPA, um, and we're especially excited for the two uh, developments that you mentioned, both it being included as a learning resource for their first-time filer expedited examination pilot program and the fact that they're using it with their interns. And both of those initiatives come out of the work of the Council for Inclusive Innovation and the USPTO's general efforts uh, in that area. Um, We, as you mentioned, have also been working really closely with our partners, um, including a number of universities to promote and adopt the course, because at the end of the day, our ultimate goal is to get TIPA into as many hands as possible. One of the things that people often ask us when we start to talk about TIPA is it's free. It's really free. Yes. And it's free online available for anyone. And we truly want to deliver it um, to as many folks as possible. And our partnerships are a key way to make that happen. You know, we can only reach so many people via our own networks. And so we're really relying on our community and our partnerships to help make TIPA a success, but also to make sure that underrepresented inventors are getting access to the resources they need, one of them being access to patent education. Holly, I don't know if you have other thoughts that you want to share about our partnerships. Well, I just wanted to say it was such an exciting day when we had a chance to meet with the USPTO director, Kathy Vidal, and she had taken a look at it. She had reviewed TIPA and she said this is exactly the kind of course that people need to have access to. So we're very proud of that partnership. You should be proud to have her take her time to look at it says a lot. and, And that's fantastic. So congratulations. And I mean, you know, ladies, I'm just so impressed with you both and your commitment to to trying to improve um, diversity. And I wanted to take a step back and talk to you both a little bit about your own personal journey. So, you know, Holly, you have an extremely impressive background with decades of experience in public policy, including serving as a policy director for the late Senator Ted Kennedy. How does your experience come into play in shaping Invent Together strategies? Well, thank you so much, Lisa. And I think with so many people, um, our core values were formed in childhood. So I think my parents certainly instilled in me that um, access to justice and fairness in our society is a key value and that we should all do what we can to promote what we think really is the American dream and make it accessible to all people. Um, And I certainly had the opportunity to do that kind of work when I worked for Senator Kennedy, given all the things that that he stood for. 
One of my first jobs as an attorney was to work on anti-discrimination law in the labor and employment context. And I came up with the idea of Invent Together and our work here because I'd been working on patent policy issues. And it just struck me that there was an opportunity here that this area maybe had been overlooked in terms of thinking about these access to justice issues um, and ensuring that as a country, we were doing everything we could um, to create opportunity and, and allow people to innovate and benefit from their creativity. Um, so I think that's the kernel of uh, how we came about creating uh, Invent Together. And it really has been a privilege and an honor to work with such a committed group of people on these issues. And Morgan, I don't want to forget about you because you're at the forefront of DEI and civil rights issues. Can you share more about the role Invent Together plays in advancing these causes? Absolutely. So like Holly, one of my core values is also really about social justice. And just like her, it was formed very early in my life and carried through um, all of my education and early career. And so I had been working in public policy and also working on civil rights assessments, racial equity audits, and other institutional culture uh, type of legal work. And through those experiences, I didn't necessarily see the connection between invention and patenting and social justice until I started working on uh, this specific project with Holly and helping to uh, move Invent Together forward and advance these issues. And I think that my experience is, is similar to a lot of folks in that Inclusive innovation might be misperceived as a niche issue, but it really goes back to some of the key themes that Holly was talking about in the beginning about why we founded Invent Together to begin with. And the first is that innovation is a vehicle, a catalyst for justice, for equity, for economic opportunity, because it can create that for inventors. And then secondly, just the fact that there are these disparities to begin with is a very clear fairness and equity issue. Absolutely. Very, very well said. And, you know, I think our listeners who are hearing the two of you describe Invent Together are probably now asking themselves, you know, how can, you know, I get involved and help support the mission of Invent Together? And where can I learn more about the Inventors Patent Academy? Well, we would really encourage people to visit our website, inventtogether.org, where you'll find a link to TIPA, as well as all of the information about the public policies we support, how you can uh, become a partner with Invent Together, and many, many resources. We have uh, accumulated a lot of research on that site, so we really encourage people to go there. And I also wanted to say... Um, that I would encourage our listeners to become part of the solution. Everybody can take some type of concrete step, whether it's mentoring somebody in your orbit on these issues, 
there are so many things that people can do, and I, I would really uh, appreciate it if the listeners could think how, how they could contribute to this challenge. I totally agree, Holly. I think that every single person has a role to play in finding the solutions to the inventor diversity problems. Um, And uh, in addition to taking action and checking out our website, I would also encourage folks to please connect with us via social media on X and LinkedIn. Excellent. Thank you. And thank you so much, Holly and Morgan, for your time today, for telling us all about Invent Together and Tippa. This has been an absolute pleasure. And thank you both so much for your dedication uh, to this important initiative. Thanks so much, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Well, that's a wrap for today's episode. I want to extend a heartfelt thank you to our guests, Holly Fechner and Morgan Shears from Invent Together. Your work is truly inspiring, and we appreciate you taking the time to share your insights with us. If you'd like to learn more about Invent Together and the Inventors Patent Academy, visit their website at inventtogether.org. And to our listeners, stay tuned for more engaging episodes from Autumn on the Air, including our upcoming series throughout November, highlighting the innovations of Indigenous people and the programs that are working to bring their innovations to market. Thanks for listening to Autumn on the Air with Lisa Mueller. Get social with us and share your thoughts. You can tweet us at AUTM or visit us online at AUTM.net. We'll be back next week on the air. Be sure to join us.